Helpings for Weekly Dish, and if I don't say things correctly, it's because I've been sipping tequila for a long time. But I'm here at Pajarito with the gang, and we're gonna go around the table, and we're gonna talk about who we. We're gonna talk about some tequila because it's important that everybody understand that it's not just for getting teenagers drunk. In fact, it's really not for that. Okay, so we're gonna start. I'm gonna introduce myself. I'm Steph March. I am the food and dining editor at Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, and I like tequila. I love tequila sipping. I, the first time I ever really had tequila was in high school, and I was a girl who had a lot of limes and salt on her all the time, <laughs> and actually I hated beer, so I drank tequila. I drank Cuervo almost exclusively, because back in the 80s, you guys, that's all there was, yeah. right? Yeah. All right, so to my left. Hi, I'm Jackie Croxdale. I'm the market manager on-premise for Minnesota, and the first time I drank tequila... It's probably my freshman year in college. I used to wait tables. When I got done, I would get a shot of tequila and a Budweiser every single night with my, oh my fellow God. servers. Yep, right? Red and white dynamite. Yep. Right, there you go. Uh, my name is CJ Anderson. I'm the bar manager at Pajarito St. Paul. And uh, I also love tequila. Sipping on it every day at home is pretty much what I do. Uh, I would say the first time I had tequila had to be I was 17 years old. And I woke up and... I wasn't in my house. I wasn't in a friend's <laughs> house. I was in someone else's house. So. Did you know whose house it was? No, okay. but I found out later. And okay. uh, That's they were very happy. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, Tag Nelson, chef partner at Pajarito. Uh, uh, I think the first time I ever had tequila, probably about the same, 16, 17. Um, I remember getting the spins and actually thoroughly enjoying it, and that was probably <laughs> the last time that ever happened. So yeah, yeah, that was the last time. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so all right. My name's Dan Long. I uh, run the cocktail program at Pajarito. Uh, first time I drank tequila was some terrible Jose Cuervo in a Madison dorm room. Uh, it was a fun night and a terrible morning. And <laughs> I did not drink tequila until I started working here again. So. That's pretty uh, that's good. Bad, yeah. All right, Chief. My name is Steve Hesse, chef and partner at Pajarito. Uh, the first time I probably drank tequila was in spring break, 94-ish. And I don't remember much after that, to be honest with you. There's a lot of uh, weekly drinking of tequila in Mexico. Yeah. I don't remember. You don't remember much. Tequila poppers were a big one. They yeah. slam it on a board with tequila and Sprite and shove it down your face. And Yeah. Uh, I didn't drink tequila oh my God, for poppers, a long time after right? that. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. No, you, I literally got a uh, salt shaker for my high school like grad party no gift from a lot of people. And like <laughs> the whole joke was like no one was going to tell my mom what it was. You know what I mean? Like she's like, why is there? Can you a salt shaker? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I really like seasoned food. Yeah, right. I mean, that was the truth. All right, so tequila obviously is a part of all of our lives in a really weird way, but it's obviously as sort of the cocktail boom has really grown and every, you know, the American palate has really kind of 
grown with it and, and we are looking at more sophisticated spirits and more sophisticated ways of drinking them. Tequila has come into a place where it is not just a shooting and a party drink, but it's a sipping drink, right? I mean, it's a, it's a spirit that is, stands on its own for its own merits. Can you tell us a little bit about like what tequila is, though? Because some people don't even really understand the difference between like what how tequila is made versus like how a vodka is made. Tequila is made a lot like whiskeys and bourbons are. We create tequila at our Casa Heredera. I work for Heredera Tequila, and um, we actually rest it in barrels similar to how whiskey is, but not quite as long. For our barrel program here, we actually rested um, in Yeho tequila for 11 months in a used um, barrel, and then we actually put it in a second charred oak barrel for another additional month um, or longer, and then that creates this double barrel tequila. So, but tequila, even coming back even farther, like, okay. it's basically the distillate of an agave cactus? Yes. Is that correct? Plants. Yep. Okay, so we want to say that because I think people, Sorry. you know, if they're like potatoes or they're like, is it a grain? We all know whiskey mm-hmm. comes from, you know, a grain mash, but yep. this is specifically from, and is it the specific blue, blue agave? Blue agave. Yeah. Right? Makes tequila versus like mezcal, which is a different yes. pina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the best part of when we picked out the first barrels, yeah. you'd come in at tequila and you'd come over this hill and there wasn't anything around. I'll see you go over the hill and the fields are covered. And tequila is an area, agave. right? Yeah. Yep. So tequila is technically, so this is like a denomination, like a DOC. Five, five kind of states are on Jalisco, uh, five regions where you can actually grow it. It has to be blue agave. Uh, when they produce it, it has to be kind of uh, steam roasted as opposed to uh, smoked and roasted, which oh. is what they do with mezcal. Right, they bury um, that stuff. Yep. Yeah. And then the... Um, as far as the fermentation, I think, happens in uh, uh, stainless steel vats. Yeah, I think it's not. Yep. Yeah, something like so. copper steel or copper steel. steel. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. And for people who are new to tequila looking for something to kind of uh, update their, uh, upgrade their palate and get into better tequila, always look for 100% percent blue it. Okay. There are a lot of tequilas out there that don't use 100% mule. They just have to do a percentage? Yeah, you won't yeah. know right away. Yeah. But you'll, you'll know in the morning. You'll know in the morning. So oh. uh, <laughs> what do they mix it with? Just grain alcohol or is it? Uh, it depends. Sometimes it's grain alcohol. A lot of time it's um, just different kinds of agave. Oh, different agave. Got it. Got there. it. Right. And it's just some. Hedadura, uh, uh, from what I remember from our trip, actually is one of the few distilleries that has their own agave farm. Yeah, they had 200,000 plants, I think they said? Two million. Two million. Oh two, million, million plants. two million plants. Yeah. A lot of And they harvest every seven years? There. Or they plant yeah. every seven years. Yeah, they harvest. So they harvest the field, yeah. and then they plant, and then they come back seven it years later to, grow. to get right. those back. So they have two million plants. And is it like you grow, like, it, basically you grow the cactus, and then it, you harvest it completely? Yeah. Like, it takes seven years to grow, babies, and then you get they it. They call them babies that come off. Yeah. They, oh, like, really? grow, and then they pick those and plant those back oh, into the soil. Oh, okay. So they're so always it's a reproducing cycle. themselves. Yeah. yeah, slow process yeah. to grow one. Yeah, Se- I think you said seven years is, yeah. is yeah. what I remember. Seven. And then to be imported in the United States, you have to pay 60% tequila. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. Yeah, so a lot of these companies use rum or other fillers, essentially, that aren't 100% agave. So that's why it's really important, like CJ said, to look for the 100% blue agave. Otherwise, you're getting essentially a partial tequila, partial rum. Because that's what Dalvin needs to import to the U.S. Kind of a liqueur. Yeah. Kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's cause your headaches. That's what's going to cause the headaches. <laughs> it's the sugar. I mean, trust me, if you're going to drink enough tequila, it's going to give you headaches. I was going to say, but yeah, how much? How much can we really be truthful about? Yeah. But okay, so what do you? And and as far as it's the barrel aging, 
that makes that gives tequila its color as just like whiskey, right? And flavor. Yeah. Right. So can you tell people a little bit about the difference between like an añejo and a reposado and all that kind of stuff? Do you guys have that nailed? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Jackie will probably be the best one to tell you. It's just for us it's just different aging. Yeah. It's the amount of time it's in the barrel. So basically it's so silver tequila is something that's young aged yeah. in Like a blanco steel. or a yeah. silver? Blanco, okay. Plata. Yeah. Um aged in stainless steel. Uh, Reposado goes anywhere from uh, three to twelve months. Okay. Um, so it starts off in stainless and then moves to oak, and then you have añejo, which goes from twelve to eighteen to twenty-four. And there's actually kind of a new extra añejo where it'll go twenty-four and longer. Okay. Um, it's usually a double barreling. Yep. Yeah. A double exactly. barrel. Yeah. And by double barreling, we were saying that you start with a used barrel and then you move to a fresh barrel. Is that what makes the double? For the last yeah. month. Basically, yeah. going in two different barrels. That's yeah. what a double barrel is. And then, so you guys with Herdura, you guys are saying that you use. Usually Jack Daniels barrels to for the first one. We use barrels that Brown Foreman makes. Yep. Okay. Typically. Yeah. So it could be a, a couple it things, but bourbon. It could be Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Now the you. The other one is the cool one is the Suprema, the, which is a double. Best right. Idea. Really. But really. It's, Suprema. But it's filtered. It's filtered so through charcoal. Yeah. So it turns back. It takes all the color no, out of the ultra. That's the oh, is that the ultra? That's Sorry, the ultra. ultra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one I like yeah, the best. So you had to do the ultra. It's, and it's uh, sweet with a touch of agave nectar, so it's got this kind of like pineapple. Yeah, they filter it through charcoal, so it looks like it comes out like a silver. Oh, but it's still an it's age. An yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's actually been yeah, and it's, it's absolutely. A, it's actually called a crystallino, and it's actually something that we created the category in. Just like we, Heredera actually created the Reposado category many years ago. Many, we were many. The first one yeah. to come up with that. So. Wow. Another interesting fact from Heredera. So yeah, that's an ultra. The Suprema is yeah, the, the Suprema is the super duper. Yeah. Super. Yeah. That one's good too. Mm-hmm. So talk about what you guys have here because you guys went down and visited the distillery, which yeah. is called Casa Herdera. And we were saying that if you want to have the designation of it being a casa, it's like you have to have a whole bunch of, it's almost like a plantation. Town, yeah. So people live in, within this big wall, and you've got to have a school, and you've got to have a church, and then you've got to have like a doctor, and it's its own little functioning casa. And the distillery is right in the middle there, so you could actually have a house and you could live in the casa. It's so all really the people cool. that work on it actually. Yeah. Do they live, live on the there. property? Yeah. They yeah. live there? Yeah. It's like yeah. There's four or five yeah. generations yeah. of yeah. families that do. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not just a shtick. No, no. <laughs> the coolest yeah. part yeah. is even coming down is that when we first got there, I didn't realize, like I knew, but I didn't know is that, you know, Humidor is the guy that picks all the agave. Yeah. And, they you harvest know, it. Yeah. Harvest it. Yeah. And they, they, we had a couple of those guys, and the guy was a third or fourth generation? Third generation, yeah. His father was actually the guy that had our little party donkey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then his grandfather had actually been like, I like call it a party donkey. Yeah. yeah. It was a, to be clear, it was a donkey with kegs of tequila strapped to its back. Yes. yes. Barrels of yes. tequila. Yes. And followed you around, and you basically just tapped it at yep. will. When we yep. first got there, they gave us a necklace with a shot glass on it, a little uh, handmade yeah. clay pot style. Yeah. And anytime you wanted to get something, you walked up to the donkey and give him a pet and then they, they had the tequila. silver and they had the well they were different they were two of them <laughs> I, 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 I have no idea no, I, each barrel no was idea. Tyg was unaware yeah. nope, Tyg was just, unaware uh, one was the brown yeah. one was the silver I yeah. wasn't even paid attention that's right yeah it was no a clay pot you can't yeah. see <laughs> exactly you can't see through uh-huh. that that's so okay good. so you guys are doing you went out and you picked out your barrel talk a little bit about that well we all flew down and uh went through the tour of Gordora and, and 
decided which, you know, we did our tasting of the three barrels they picked out for us. They're all really different. Um, and then we picked the one we wanted. Uh, we, we thought the one that would go good is, you know, be able to sip on it, but also be able to mix it with cocktails since we do yep. that cocktails that we thought it would blend well with all the flavors we want to do here. Um, it was a, it was a blast. Yeah, we, it was it was awesome. It was super awesome. So did you did you do this like where you sampled little yep, tasters yep. like they drew from each barrel? We drew actually. We yeah, drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? The they were all there. We, we picked the cork out and we had a long you know the long. Yeah. Yeah. The thief. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Picked a rose. Oh, the thief there. Uh, yeah, we did kind of the same setup we did here. Just they had it a little bit nicer than us. They've done it a couple times. I mean, it was yeah, cool because we weren't the only group there. Oh. And it was a group from Hawaii and yeah, a group from like LA. 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 And a group yeah. from Washington. 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 Oh, wow. They had so each each group had three different barrels. And every single one of those barrels was completely, completely different. different. Yep. And so, did you guys like cross? Like, no, like, try we kept everything? with ours mostly. Yeah. They, I think they just wanted us to keep with ours. But yeah. you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, they're all made the exact same way. They're all distilled. They're all everything's done the same exact way for hundreds of years. And these guys, it's the it's the barrels that yeah. change the flavor. They're all completely different. Some of those barrels sit next to each other in the warehouse, but then they'll taste totally different. Completely yeah. different, so yeah. Yeah. And in the warehouse, I mean, there were some that were way more than. 10 years or yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 months old yeah. yeah there were some from the 90s early 2000s that were still sitting there yeah and they were like they were about to explode they looked like, like they were yeah, exploding they, but wow. they were still sitting there just like really i wanted cool. to try that to see what was up you know but i don't even know what they were doing with those but who cares it was awesome oh my god yeah. right yeah. so what is it that you're looking for in a tequila you guys as pajarito as where you're sitting on west 7th and the way that your menu is set up and the people that are coming in what do you look for in tequila I mean, I think, you know, what we're looking for is, you know, it's kind of something that works twofold, you know, something that you can sit down and have a, you know, little snifter of and, and sip on and enjoy, uh, but yet something that's going to, you know, be able to kind of stand up to, you know, uh, use in the cocktail format, um, and also something that, I mean, kind of approachable. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's something that, you know, we want people to, you know, realize that there's something other than, you know or than, um, uh, you know, some of the other tequilas, Patron. Yeah. Patron know, seems like to be that. the one that I feel like people think is the best. It's kind of the gay, it's like but yet a it's, gimmicky one. It's, it's the gimmicky it's, one. I think that it's a safety, it's a safety label. It's a gateway. Like, people know yeah. that Cuervo is sort of like, it's a gateway Well, I mean, I think like Cuervo <laughs> is your intro. That. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cuervo is the scary, absolutely. like, cast. And then you kind of go in there and everyone's like, oh, Patron. And you're like... I feel like that's so 80s now. I think yeah. the best you know? part about this compared to like a Patron or something that you go to every single restaurant that has it, it's going to taste exactly the same. Yeah. We're the only one that has ours, and it's the only one that's going to taste like ours. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It is. It is. And I think that people have come to expect that kind of thing from whiskey and yep. people's whiskey programs and whatever. But this is just, and it's so funny because it is really so close to the way it's made. Yeah. That, yeah. Why wouldn't this have the same yeah. effect? Well, yeah. It, and I think, too, is that, you know, I mean, tequila no, I mean, within the last couple of years, but especially now, I mean, it's kind of going through like what, you know, whiskey did 10, yeah. 15 exactly. years ago. True, you true. You know, I mean, when I was, you know, a younger man, uh, it's, uh, you know, Windsor, CC, things like that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we've got, you know, hundreds of different kinds of whiskeys. And I think tequila is kind of coming into that kind of same thing where, you know, you have something that has been marketed as, as you know, what tequila should be. 
and yeah. you're like, yeah, you know, not the case. You know, you've got you got kind of all these little upstarts, or you know, one of the oldest producers, you know, around uh, that have just kind of been doing their thing for a long time, and they're like, you know, and evolving too. Like yeah. you said, these guys are you know, it's the only ones that have started the Añejo, and there was the other ones that have started the charcoal distillery. You know, to get, I mean, yep. they're they're still evolving, no matter they're one of the oldest. They're still trying to new ways to kind of make cool things. Yeah. Well, you feel like you kind of have to in order to, like, you know, stay ahead of the beverage game these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? As that goes. But, so, okay, so do you feel like people are your guests? Like, as they're coming in and they're ordering drinks, do they go immediately to the margarita as, like, and, I mean, clearly the habanero cilantro margarita yeah. is very yeah, good. I'll be, I, I'll be honest. When we first put these on the menu... Uh, because of the fact that, you know, we brought this barrel in, we thought, okay, we, we want to do more than just sell shots of it, right. you, know, you know, to sip on, you know, with the program we had, I mean, we had, you know, of course, they're a little bit more expensive because it's a double beige barrel, it's a specific, you know, so we went a little higher with the price on it, but... I mean, we were margarita, margarita. Were you really? Uh, it's pretty close to the, uh, to the Pajarito, I yeah. mean, we bought it was. It's two hundred and forty barrel, two hundred forty bottles. Two hundred forty bottles. Two hundred forty yep. bottles. We estimated it would probably last us eight to ten months. We yeah. thought four months, not even three months. Wow. Yeah. We got one case left, roughly, and we're saving that for you know tasting, doing this tasting, tasting. Yeah. and mixing yeah. with some cocktail mixing with it yeah. too, but. Yeah, I mean, we ran out. I mean, it's it's selling that good, not only just with the cocktails, but I mean, we're selling, you know, at least a bottle or two a week of people just sipping on it, which, yeah, you know, it's that's totally good. Yeah. So do you feel like also, like, because obviously you guys are, are kind of tied in with these guys with Herodura, but, like, do you feel like you want to, like, build an entire wall of tequilas like they do about whiskeys? Or is that something that you're not interested in? I don't know. I mean, I, myself, I mean, I don't... I think when you do stuff like that, it kind of, it, it, you kind of lose, like, the forest from the trees kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you, you, you step back and you see just this wall of stuff. It's like, you know, where do you start? Um, you know, I think that we kind of try to curate our tequila list to kind of keep it trimmed down a little bit so that, you know, our guys that are selling it know, you know, about each one specifically. And it, it, it it's a big enough group of, so, you know, uh, uh, you've got a, a variety of selection, um, but not to the point of where you just kind of feel overwhelmed. Right. Yeah, I don't so. think we ever really wanted to be like that style yeah. of no. bar. Okay. Because we have whiskey, we have vodka, we have right. gin, True. we have, you know, True. you name it. I mean, we're a bar. We're, these guys are really good at their craft and our cocktails are good. Yeah, we focus on tequila stuff on the menu because we're a Mexican restaurant, but I don't think having 200 bottles of tequila is really, because out of those 200 bottles... 80 of them aren't very good. This is the you know thing. what I mean? Or, or, like, yeah. You know, or 80 of them don't get sold. I mean, you'll sell. And then you know, you're maybe, sitting there with them. And then them. you're sitting yeah. with them. And I, we we like Hordoro. We I mean, we sell uh, all of our cocktails have El Himid or uh, El Himidor, which is from Hordoro, and they mix with what we do. They taste great. You know, it's they're a nice. I mean, I'm not a whiskey guy or not a tequila guy. I'm a whiskey guy, and I'm starting to grow on. Ever yeah. since our trip, I've been starting to appreciate because tequila to me was. The shit tequila, you know, yeah, the, the stuff yeah. that you drank when you were in high school. Like, yeah, that just was sharp and, like, weird and, yeah, like... and it's just not good, yeah. but drinking good tequila... Like and you have to, like, 
quickly drink it, and then you have to put salt and lime yeah, in your face. Or like, Fanta, it's like, know? what is that? Yeah. Like, why? Like, I'm suffering through this drink. You should, yeah. you and you shouldn't, shouldn't have to. Do you that. shouldn't have to. Yeah. Do that. And it's just like with whiskeys. I love whiskey, but I I don't like cheap whiskey. Right. And I right. don't like super expensive whiskey either. I'm kind of that middle of the road kind of guy. You know, I yeah. like I like what I like, but um, I think it's the same with tequila. There's really good tequila out there that's very friendly forward for people that really don't appreciate or know what tequila like a guy like me yeah and now coming back from the trip i i love it like our old fashioned we make with tequila you would never guess in a million years that's tequila based yeah i mean ever but so okay so do you feel like that's it like it's just education like you got to go on a trip not everyone gets to go on a trip so then it's up to you guys to sort of be those ambassadors right and sort of give them that same feeling i think that's why the trip was so cool because me i could care less about it before we left and now everybody asks me about tequila i tell them what i saw there because i'm more more of a hands-on guy than just reading out of a book of what tequila is like being there and seeing what it actually took and how it was processed and how it did it, how long it's been there, and just the culture that they have—it was crazy, and I, I appreciated it more, you know. And I think that uh, you know that that's kind of a way to kind of connect with people with it as well. Mm-hmm. Is that you know you we had that experience, and you know we were able to see how it was produced and where it was made, and you know we show pictures to people of you know here's our party donkey, here's, <laughs> uh, you know here's the ovens that they that they roast the agaves in here's the the old hacienda and things like that i think you know people kind of really appreciate that i do and i i think there's more i mean there's more like sort of spirits road tripping or you know what i mean travel around that than people because that's something you can access i think what's interesting is like when we talk about food road trips or you know we call it gastro tripping Mm -hmm. and you go and you're like i'm gonna go to paris and eat all the things and of course that's marvelous you can't make that when you get home (laughs) like when you get home you're done you're over it there's no chance but you can bring a bottle home with you and that's a difference that i think food people have really discovered the spirits world as as sort of like a very specific slice of a place Mm -hmm. that you can absolutely have in your own space exactly you know and i think kind of having that you know I think that's kind of when you talk about like wine and tequila and whiskey and whatever, uh, you know, you're talking about like a specific spot in a specific time. And, you know, I think uh, I think people enjoy that. Yeah. You know. I do too. All right, you guys, thanks so much for chatting. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite whis- or What's your favorite uh, tequila cocktail? The old fashioned. The old fashioned for sure. The uh, Pottery Margarita is pretty fantastic too. But yeah, I'd say the Pottery Margarita. I'm I'm kind of on board with that. The, what's your favorite? Yeah. Okay, we're all on board. Yeah. Same. Okay. Good. <laughs> all right, guys, thanks. Let's just see if you want to try some of the tequila we picked. Do we have any left? The one. Oh wait, here's right here. There's one. No. Oh. This is one. Yeah. That's